What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. Um, now that I've done it for a couple of years, I, um, I've decided that that research is um, the path that I want to pursue. I, when I was first in a research lab, I, when I thought about a career, I had mostly been exposed to business careers where I imagined um, the day-to-day being, um, being in meetings, sitting at your computer, writing emails, that sort of thing. And when I found that you could have a career where you're physically performing experiments, working with your hands, being active, working in a team setting, um, that was very eye-opening. I had no idea I could do something like that. That is Caitlin Hung, a Goldwater scholar who's pursuing a bachelor's degree in biological sciences and a minor in data science at Northwestern University. Hello, I'm your host, Venkatraman. Caitlin had a lot of different interests in high school. She was a lot into sports, rowing, taekwondo. She loved math, sciences, and the languages. But she didn't really know what she wanted to study in college. So she was looking for a college with the opportunity to study across a number of disciplines and be able to interact with students from different fields. Caitlin joins us on our podcast to share her undergraduate experience at Northwestern, undergraduate research in aging, winning the Goldwater Scholarship, majoring in biological sciences, and advice for high schoolers. Now, before we jump into the podcast, here are the high fives, five highlights from the podcast. So I picked Northwestern because I wanted to be able to study across a vast array of fields and be around students who are studying things that are completely different than me. Mm-hmm. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do when I um, started college. And so I wanted to be able to change directions based on mm-hmm. um, the things I was able to study. In high school, I don't think I really knew what research was. I knew that I was broadly interested in science and Northwestern is a really big research institute. And so in some of my first classes um, in chemistry, the professors on the first day would introduce themselves and then they would would talk a little bit about their, the research that they do um, and how that might Mm -hmm. connect to the class they're teaching. And so in that way, I, I learned about research and I thought that that sounded like a really interesting way to um, apply the science that I was learning. I knew I didn't necessarily want to be pre-med and I didn't feel like that was the route for me. And so I decided that I wanted to try research, see what it was like, see if I enjoyed it. I spent a summer at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging in California, um, Mm. where I was exposed to aging research. I was studying female reproductive aging and trying to understand um, how uh, the immune cell populations and the ovary change during age. I was introduced to the Goldwater Scholarship by the course instructor of Science Research Workshop, which was that course that helped me initially get involved in research. And so... um, she introduced me to, to the fellowship and 
I, this was in my like a sophomore year. So the first, there's two years that you can apply for the Goldwater Scholarship, either as a sophomore or as a junior. And so I applied as a sophomore. It's okay to, to shift your path and to not be doing what you initially thought you would. Um, I guess for me, like in high school, I thought I was interested in food science. Um, and um, at Northwestern, I was, I was able to take classes in a whole bunch of different fields. And um, that totally shifted my perspective of what I thought I wanted to do. And even now I've started taking like writing classes and that's something I never thought I would ever be doing. And These were the high fives brought to you by College Matters, Alma Matters. Matters. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. For my newsletter, visit almamatters.substack.com. Now, I'm sure you want to hear the entire podcast with Caitlin. So without further ado, here is Caitlin Hung. If you're ready, we can jump right in. Sounds good. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So maybe the best place to start is uh, tell us a little bit about your undergraduate experience so far? Yeah, so um, I've been at Northwestern for three years now. I'm a rising senior. Mm -hmm. I am majoring in biological sciences with a minor in data science. Um, And I've been involved in research at Northwestern for pretty much my whole undergraduate time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I've also... Um, been on the Taekwondo team uh, and mm-hmm. been really involved in that and um, yeah. Why, why did you pick uh, Northwestern? So I picked Northwestern because I wanted to be able to study across a vast array of fields and be around students who are studying things that are completely different than me Mm-hmm. I didn't quite know what I wanted to do when I um, started college. And so I wanted to be able to change directions based on mm-hmm. um, the things I was able to study. And I also wanted to be able to potentially study across multiple fields. So right now I'm studying biology, but I'm also really interested in writing and data science. And Northwestern was um, a place that allowed me to do that. Mm-hmm. And I was also looking for a research institute. Um, I wanted to be at a medium-sized school and near a big city. Let's talk a little bit about your high school. What kind of interests did you have? Yeah, in high school, I was a very sporty student. I was on the rowing team, and I also did Taekwondo. Mm-hmm. And um, in terms of academics in school, I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. I had a lot of interests. I really enjoyed math and felt challenged by it. I enjoyed the sciences, enjoyed learning languages. Mm-hmm. Um, and in my sophomore year summer, I ended up doing a farm internship where I was working on a farm on the island that I'm from. And mm-hmm. I was involved in like planting and harvesting and weeding and taking care of pigs and ducks. Um, mm-hmm. And so, um, that made me think that perhaps I was interested in agriculture, um, plant biology, food science. Um, I know I knew that I didn't want to really be like working on the farm doing that sort of physical work, but I was sure, I was sure. potentially interested in in the the broader systems that it fell under. Um, so mm-hmm. 
that was kind of the best idea of what I wanted to do coming out of high school, but um, wasn't wasn't really sure. Yeah, I was kind of, again, looking for a college where I could explore lots of my different interests. Okay, so with that as a backdrop, um, how was the transition to Northwestern? The transition to Northwestern um, was a little bit challenging. Uh, I guess to give some context, that was like 2020, so kind of the pandemic a little bit. Um, So uh, my my first quarter, Northwestern um, didn't allow students to come to campus. And so Uh my first quarter of college, I was doing Zoom school from home. And so um, it was Uh very challenging to um, build community and form connections. And it took a lot of like, I guess, active, um, active work to to make those connections. And I did feel pretty well prepared for um, classes based on my experiences in high school. There were definitely some really challenging ones like general chemistry. That was a, a tough class, um, but I was able to join a peer guided study group at Northwestern where basically a, a peer who has already taken the class and succeeded in it um, holds like a two hour study group every week to share some practice problems and work together as a group to review the content. And so I did those um, for a lot of the, the really challenging classes and that really helped me figure out what um, study strategies I needed to use to be successful in my classes and also to connect with my, my peers and um, form community over classes. Now, talking of peers, what were they like? Yeah. Um, so at Northwestern, um, it's, there's a lot of like very pre-professional students. So mm-hmm. um, I'm a biology major. And so I'm around a lot of people who are interested in medicine and um, going on the pre-med route. Mm-hmm. Uh, there, I didn't feel like I was around a lot of people who were interested in research and doing a PhD like me. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was kind of, um, I guess, a bit challenging to uh, I had to like really seek out people who and opportunities to meet people who were more interested in the route that I wanted to go. Um, but yeah, people are really friendly at Northwestern. I my first year I lived on the south part of campus, which Northwestern is kind of split into STEM on the north part and then humanities on the south part. So I was around journalism and musicians and theater students. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it was really cool that like a lot of my a lot of my friends aren't people I necessarily met through classes or who are studying the same thing as me, but um, are doing all sorts of kinds of different fields. Well, you just mentioned research. You said you are interested in research now. Um, where did that interest in research come from? Yeah. So. In high school, I don't think I really knew what research was. I knew that I was broadly interested in science. And Northwestern is a really big research institute. And so in some of my first classes um, in chemistry, the professors on the first day would introduce themselves and then they would would talk a little bit about their the research that they do um, and how that might Mm -hmm. connect to the class they're teaching. And so in that way, I, I learned about research and I thought that that sounded like a really interesting way to um, apply the science that I was learning. I knew I didn't necessarily want to be pre-med and I didn't feel like that was the route for me. And so I decided that I wanted to try research, see what it was like, see if I enjoyed it. Um, and so, yeah, I, um, 
I really had no idea how to get involved in research. That sounded like a scary thing, especially uh-huh. since all my classes were virtual. And so it was hard to connect with professors. But Northwestern offered a course called Science Research Workshop, um, which basically was a course that connected you with students who were a little bit older, who had already gone through the research experience. It could kind of guide you through the process of um, figuring out what labs are out there that are doing research that you're interested in. How do you read scientific literature? How do you prepare to meet with faculty? And so uh, that was really helpful in figuring out the process of getting into a lab. Um, And it was still COVID. And at that time, I wanted to do neuroscience research. That's what I was interested in. But Mm -hmm. that whole department was pretty much shut down. They weren't really Mm -hmm. accepting undergrads at the time. And so I ended up um, joining a lab on the medical campus at Northwestern, which is about a 45 minute bus ride um, from the undergrad campus. Um, And so that was a big time commitment, but um, it was, it was really cool to be able to um, be in a totally different environment where you're just around people who are doing research full time or who are also doctors um, at the medical campus. And so that's how I got involved in research. Fabulous. Now this was when in the, First year itself, or was that in the sophomore year? So I went through the process of looking for a lab in my first winter. And then in the spring, I ended up joining a lab. It was my first research experience. And so that first quarter, spring quarter, was a lot of learning the techniques, getting used to being in a research environment. And then I um, was doing research full-time that summer. So my first research experience, I was studying circadian rhythms, which are these little clocks in all of your cells that basically determine when you sleep, when you wake, when you eat, when you're not eating. And I was trying to understand how circadian rhythms affect how well we're able to store glucose after eating a meal. So Mm. after you eat a meal, um, you are flooded with sugar and food. And so your body needs to be able to process that and store it into different tissues. And so I was trying to understand if you disrupt your circadian rhythm, say maybe you're not sleeping well or eating at weird times, how does that affect your ability to store glucose after eating? Mm-hmm. Is this where you started your research? That was where I started. Um, so I, I did a summer of research there and then I did research for the whole academic year. And then after that, I decided that I wanted to um, experience research in a different setting and um, explore my interests a little bit more. I knew that I was interested in these factors of lifestyle, like thinking about how sleep and diet affect our health. Uh, But I felt like I hadn't quite hit on the topic that I wanted to continue to study. And so Um, my sophomore year summer, I ended up applying for um, external research opportunities, so research internships, and I spent a summer at the Buck Institute for Research on Aging in California, um, Mm -hmm. where I was exposed to aging research. I was studying female reproductive aging and trying to understand um, how uh, the immune cell populations and the ovary change during age, Um, and so... Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that was my second research opportunity experience, um, but it was like a summer internship. And so after that, I had to figure out, did I want to return to my previous lab or did I want to um, 
pursue the interest that I had found over the summer and I decided that I wanted to keep studying aging. And so I joined a new lab at Northwestern that was on the Evanston campus. And so I was able to um, dedicate more time to doing research because I didn't have to commute 45 minutes each way. Right, so, right. And that's what I'm, what I'm doing now. Mm-hmm. So what kind of impact is research having on you? You mentioned that it's a great way to kind of augment whatever you're doing in class. So how do you feel it's impacting you? Yeah, um, now that I've done it for a couple of years, I, um, I've i decided that, that research is um, the path that I want to pursue. I, when I was first in a research lab, I when I thought about a career, I had mostly been exposed to business careers where I imagined um, the day-to-day being... Um, being in meetings, sitting at your computer, writing emails, that sort of thing. And what I found that you could have a career where you're physically performing experiments, working with your hands, being active, working in a team setting, um, that was very eye-opening. I had no idea I could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I, yeah, I really enjoy being in the research environment. It's in a way like very independent. You have your project that you're working on, but it's also you're in a very team setting. Like you are all working towards a common goal. And my current lab, I'm trying to understand um, protein biology during aging. And so we're all working towards this um, in our individual ways. And so you get to collaborate with people across all stages of career and try to understand the science behind, behind these big health and disease topics. So now at some point, you decided to apply for the Goldwater Scholarship. When was that? Yeah, so I was introduced to the Goldwater Scholarship by the course instructor of Science Research Workshop, which was that course that helped me initially get involved in research. And so um, she introduced me to to the fellowship. And I this was in my like a sophomore year. So the first there's two years that you can apply for the Goldwater Scholarship, either as a sophomore or as a junior. And so I applied as a sophomore. Um, and my goal in it was I wanted to be able to start to kind of develop my, my research narrative and gain practice in applying for grad school as the applications are somewhat similar. And yeah. the way that my, my mentor phrased it was that even if I don't get it, I'm going to learn a lot in the process. And it might even be better if I don't get it initially, because then I will get feedback from the committee and from my mentors on how can I improve and be an even stronger yeah. applicant in the future. And I ended up not getting it the first time I applied. Um, and so I came back at it junior year, applied again. And then that time I was successful. So I think that her advice was, was really true. <laughs> no, awesome. Awesome. So what, what did you say in the Goldwater application? What kind of research did you talk about? Um, was it something that you had done? Or is it something that you wanted to do? Yeah, so I think that the the scholarship is looking for for you to have some sort of some sense of direction of what's the bigger impact you want to have, how does research fit into that, what do you want to be researching, and so um, the angle that I took was that I want to be studying aging. I want to understand what are the biological processes underlying this phenomenon, mm-hmm. um, and specifically, I wanted to study um, how the immune system. And, um, and the metabolic pathways, how do those talk? How are those 
pathways intersecting um, during aging mm-hmm. and how might that contribute to the aging process. Um, and so I talked about my journey through my different research experiences and how that had kind of culminated in me wanting to study this topic and why I thought it was important. Um, a big part of the application, in addition to kind of what's your path, what's your journey, is you also have to write a an essay about a research topic or a research project that you worked on, um, thinking mm-hmm. about all the steps from the background to what do you do, what do these results mean, and how does it sit in the context of the research that has already been done, and what are the next steps? If you were to take this out for another year or two years, what would you do? And so um, I yeah, learned, developed a lot in being able to write about research in that way. And I, I talked about my, my research internship that I did at the, the Buck Institute where I was studying aging um, and studying the immune system. Okay, now, why do you think you were awarded the scholarship? What do you think stood out and what do you think made the difference? Yeah, so I think it was kind of going back to what you said. Um, I think I was able to talk about my research project much more clearly and communicate my goals. Overall, I had a clear view of what I wanted to study. I knew that I wanted to study aging and immune metabolism. um, And I feel like I was able to have this perspective since I had had multiple research experiences at that point. I think Mm -hmm. in my first application, I, I broadly knew what I wanted to do, but I didn't really, I wasn't able to be as specific as I was in the second time and think about how my research experiences and the research experiences I wanted to have in the future aligned with that goal. Um, and so I think, yeah, the specificity and the clarity in my application was much stronger that, that second time. So now that you have the scholarship, what kind of difference is it making? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think one of the biggest things is that I believe it really um, improved my self-efficacy, knowing that I'm able to effectively convey my goals and rationale and paint this this story, this narrative of myself and my research. Um, and be, knowing that I, um, that even if, yeah, even if I apply for these fellowships or these, yeah, I, even if I don't get them, that there is, the, the learning process during that is something that is still beneficial and something I will still grow from. I think also with the scholarship, um, there's a really strong community of, of Goldwater scholars. Um, so previous people who have won the scholarship are year after year um, coming together and um, doing webinars to on different topics and research and different, like, there's a lot of people who are interested in MD, PhD routes versus PhD, and there's lots of different fellowships out there that you can apply to. And so um, there's a lot of like exposure to these opportunities, webinars to support you in that. There's also a really strong mentorship program where um, new scholars can be paired with older scholars and gain one-on-one mentorship. And a lot of the people, I mean, the Goldwater Scholar has, so Scholarship has been going on for a long time. And so some of the um, people in this community are grad students, postdocs, professors in their careers. And so um, it's been really amazing to be a part of this community and um, have access to this mentorship and these resources. Okay, let's switch gears a little bit. Let's get out of the classrooms. You did mention Taekwondo. Yeah. Um, so I talked about Taekwondo and 
uh, going to be the president of the club and for the past few years I've been a captain. So it's a totally student run club um, where um, people who have experience in this, um, the martial art are just teaching new people. And so um, through that, I've had opportunities to go to tournaments and compete uh, with different people in the state and to do performances for Northwestern and share the martial art. And so I've, but I feel like I've built a, um, formed a really strong community there of, um, again, people across, yeah, all sorts of um, experience levels, different majors. Um, and so that's been a, a big source of like recharging and community. Mm -hmm. I'm also part of the outdoors club at Northwestern. And so um, this club, we do local camping trips and hiking trips in Illinois, but they also do a few bigger trips. And so last spring break, I was able to go backpacking in the Grand Canyon, which had been um, something that I've been wanting to do for a long time. And it was really cool to be able to go with other Northwestern students. Also, um, Illinois might not have, I guess, the most obvious nature. And so it was nice to be able to recharge in that sense and spending a full week with my um, fellow students and um, being out in, in nature. I think you said you didn't quite know what you wanted to do when you got to college. Uh, then you found biology. Tell us about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I started at Northwestern, I ended up declaring neuroscience as my major. I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. I was interested in science and there's a lot of benefit to declaring a major. You gain advising and you get early registration to classes. And so I decided that maybe neuroscience was what I was interested in. Um, and I guess that kind of goes back to the research I was trying to do. I was initially interested in pursuing neuroscience research. Um, but as it ended up, I wasn't able to do that because of COVID. And so I ended up joining a more biology lab. And as a neuroscience major, you have to do all your chemistry classes, all your biology classes, and then you finally get to take neuroscience. And so um, when I got to taking the biology classes, I decided to become, um, well, when I started taking the biology classes, I looked at the upper level, like 300 level classes, and I realized mm -hmm. that I wanted to take almost all of them. They were all really interesting to me. Um, and so, yeah, I decided to become a biology major. And as I went along, I realized that I was more interested in studying the molecular level. So in biology, but also in neuroscience, thinking about, yeah, what's happening at the molecular level, level in neurons and um, the neuroscience major um, was maybe not the best way to do that because in that you're able to study it at, you can study it at like a linguistics level, psychology, more behavioral stuff, in addition to being able to study it at a molecular level, but it seemed like biology was perhaps the more appropriate major. And so um, that's what I've ended up doing. Um, this upcoming year, I'll be able to take a few neurobiology classes too in, in the biology major itself. Um, so that's how I I ended up becoming a biology major. Um, mm -hmm. And then in terms of data science, I, I wanted to have the tools to be able to analyze biological data. I'd always been a bit interested mm -hmm. in computer science and coding. Um, in high school, I had um, done a few like coding camps and taken a few classes. And then at Northwestern, I had taken a few computer science classes. And I found that I wasn't necessarily interested in studying computer science and having that sort of background, but I did really enjoy coding and I wanted to be able to analyze 
um, the data I might produce in research. And so data science ended up being a really good fit um, for that. And I found that the skills that I've learned um, through mm -hmm. the minor have already been very applicable to my research. Well, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, you also enjoyed uh, languages and writing, I think you mentioned. Well, so when I, when I started out at Northwestern, I, I kind of imagined like science and writing to be very different things. Like they yeah. don't go together. It's humanities, it's STEM. Um, and so initially I focused in on trying to figure out what did I want to do in science? Was I interested in neuroscience or biology? Did I like research or was I going to need to find a, a different sort of path? Um, and so mm -hmm. I, I mostly applied the writing in terms of applying for these fellowships, which very much are writing in a sense. You're trying to convey, yeah, yeah. convey your narrative, tell a story, draw things together. Um, and so that was how I initially really focused on, on writing in a very scientific sense. Um, but um, I guess starting last year, I've had a little bit more flexibility in my classes because I've been able to finish a lot of those core requirements. And so I've started taking mm -hmm. some classes for fun. Um, and I took a class called um, Reading and Writing Fiction. So just a, a core creative writing class just for fun. Um, and that was a really, a really great class. I learned a little bit of the formalities of how do you tell stories and that sort of thing. But really it was just an opportunity to um, get experience writing stories about whatever I would like and getting some feedback from peers and getting to read the stories that they come up with too. Um, and so after that, I realized that I really do love writing and it's not just like a childhood hobby, but it's something that I do want to continue with. Um, and so this upcoming fall, I'm going to try and take a class called Reading and Writing Creative Nonfiction. And I think that that could be a cool mm -hmm. opportunity to think about um, how to write creatively, maybe from a science perspective. So um, yeah, kind of the opposite of what I've been doing. I have been like, okay, I'm doing science, but then I'm going to write about it versus I'm writing, but I can write about science. Um, so I'm excited to, to be able to do that and think about how, how I can incorporate that further into my career wherever I go. So before we go forward, um, I want to talk to you a little bit about research and the difference that research is making to your career, your education. What kind of skills have you gained doing research? Yeah, I think that um, research is something that will that teaches you a lot of skills that are applicable, not just to like a research path, but to to life in general, whatever career you choose to pursue. Um, for one, I've definitely learned a lot about working in a team. I guess I've been in several different research environments somewhere. I'm working with two people, others where there's like 20 people in the lab. And so being able to adapt to mm -hmm. these different environments and figure out, okay, I'm doing this, independent project but who who are the people who are involved in this what are the different things i need to communicate to them and how can we all i guess stay on the same page for this project um also um definitely learning like how to organize plan problem solve i mean research never never goes quite to plan you can um you can yeah. have it all set out but you have to have to be able to be yeah. flexible. And when challenges come up, um, I think one thing that I've 
really grown in is um, it's easy to kind of, you have a problem, okay, how can I solve it? And getting really, I guess, stuck in that. Um, and it's important to know when, when you need to go out and ask for help and who, who around you might have the expertise to be able to shed some light on the problem you're trying to solve. Um, I think that research is a very like collaborative endeavor. Um, it is a team effort and um, it can be hard to like figure out when, when you need to ask for help. And um, that's something I feel like I've, um, the skill that I've continued to develop that's been useful in many, many aspects of life. Um, <laughs> now, I'd like you to give some advice to high schoolers, some tips on how to prep, what should they be doing, things from your experience that make a difference. Yeah, um, I would say one of my biggest pieces of advice is to be open to trying new things, to always like keep an open mind and don't, don't limit yourself, especially like um, at the high school level or when you're starting college. Um, because new experiences are going to completely change your perspective and it's okay to, to shift your path and to not be doing what you initially thought you would. Um, I guess for me, like in high school, I thought I was interested in food science um, and um, at Northwestern, I was, I was able to take classes in a whole bunch of different fields and um, that totally shifted my perspective of what I thought I wanted to do. And even now I've started taking like, writing classes and that's something I never thought I would ever be doing and has again totally shifted the path that I thought I wanted to take and so um yeah I think it's I think it's good to be to be open to to whatever opportunities are thrown at you and um not be too set on any one thing um and I think another thing is um all like um having having communities around you where you can be yourself and really decompress and relax. I mean, high school, college, it can be a lot. Um, and like Northwestern um, does have a very like pre-professional um, mindset. And so it can be easy to get caught up into, oh, I always have to be planning. What is my career going to be? I need to be always like working towards making that happen. But it's really important to find, find community, find um places where you can kind of put that aside for a second and just be yourself um and for me that's been that's been taekwondo like the physical activity the the community um the creativity of it um has really been where i've been able to find that and yeah hopefully hopefully at, in college you're able to to find your community there so caitlin we're going to start winding down before i let you go be great if you could share some memory or vignette, something that you think people might love to hear. Hmm. Um, I think some of my fondest memories are um, in Taekwondo, we have a, a performance every year um, where we get to do a demonstration for the, the whole school. Um, doing like sort of self-defense skits and board breaking and um, showing off traditional forms and things like this. And um, mm -hmm. that's definitely been one of my, my best memories of um, preparing for 
the show with tech week of late night practices with the team, team bonding and at the show, filling up an entire auditorium and being up on stage, getting to share this martial art with other people that, I don't know, it's a very like niche thing that, um, and also a very individual thing, like Taekwondo is typically something that um, you, you progress through the different belts and it's your journey, but it's amazing to be able to share it with, with others and feel the collective excitement um, around the art and the effort that you've been putting in. Um, And so I, I think that, yeah, in general, it's, it's nice to have um, some way where you can share the things that you love and generate, generate excitement and community around that. And um, every year I get to perform in this show and that's been one of my favorite memories. Fantastic. Thank you, Caitlin, for sharing your experience. It's just an amazing journey. And I know that's a lot more to come. So all the best and good luck. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed our podcast on Caitlin Hung's undergraduate journey at Northwestern. Through her experience at Northwestern, Caitlin has been able to narrow down her broad range of interests into biology and aging through research. That said, she's minoring in data science and still enjoys taking classes in reading and writing. She found the process of applying for the Goldwater Scholarship very educational, and winning the Goldwater Scholarship has provided her access to a community of scholars and new opportunities. I hope Caitlin's experience provides you pointers as you embark on your own undergraduate journey. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to our podcast today. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Alma matters. Matters.